AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. It's Me Knows Parenting. I'm Peter McNerney. And I'm Beth Newell. We're tired. Uh, we're all... Yeah, we're all quarantined Exist- out like the rest of you. We're tired physically, existentially, <clears throat> uh, parentingly. Parentingly. I'm really proud of not... Cleaningly. Exploding at my children tonight. I was on the verge. I kind of exploded at them today. Not like... I was just more um, vocal than usual, but I don't think I got as worked up as I have in the past. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had a fine day until uh, bedtime, and uh, I felt rage. Mav- Maven was really <clears throat> full Maven today. They were both being so difficult. Like, she's, <laughs> she's just so contrarian. I, like... There's so many days now, so like for people, listeners who are not aware of our schedule, um, we are in quarantine and I tend to work in the mornings while you do school with the kids and then in the afternoon I deal with them while you do work and so, you know, depending on the day by the time I get to them, it's like, I'm like, okay, maybe I can get them outside, blah, 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 but sometimes it's just like I'll mention going outside and I'll be saying it for like a full hour or something. And I just have to sort of like early on try to figure out which way the wind is blowing so that I can give up in time before I lose my mind. (laughs) You know, like Maven went up, they both wanted to go to the beach and then they weren't getting their shoes on. And finally, by the way, this is a very out of the way, not public beach. No one's around. We're not going to the beach. Yeah. yeah. But we're going to walk down to the beach and just walk along the beach. And so, 
And it's like one of the few things we can do right now. So it's like, let's get out of the house and go to the beach. And when once they're there, they love it there and they relax and it's good. But getting them outside is a problem. So Maven today, she finally goes upstairs to get dressed and then decides that she wants to wear a bathing suit, which is not appropriate because it's like 55 degrees outside. And she refused to put any clothes over it. So then I was just like, well, this isn't happening today. <laughs> we're like, we're done. Uh, but she, I came out later to see that she was still insistent. I'm going to the beach. I was like, okay, great. I'll take you. Put your <laughs> as, clothes on. As she go, was going <gasps> to bed at like 8 p.m. with her bathing suit still on, she was like, we never got to go to the beach. I was like, we're like, listen to us. She's, I had a real victory, which is, we were both up there and we both remained calm. I was about to blow up. I was really appreciative you were there. Because we'd always threaten Maven with me. Well, I could and just it tell sort of worked. by the the way that this day has been going, they were both being really bad at the same time. And I was like, there's no way you're going to survive this in time for us to record this podcast unless we tag team this a little bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was about to literally <clears throat> grab both of them. Yeah, I could feel it. I was like, "This is things are getting tense. <laughs> I got up there though, and Maven, I just ignored her enough that she, every time I do that, I'd be like, do you like this book, Maven? She goes, mmm. Mm. She, she's been doing a lot of brooding today. It's the evil cow. She does this mm. eye squint at us. No one can look at you out of the tops of her eyes with more <laughs> fire and disdain than our. I, t- I talked to, daughter. I think I told you I talked to this like intuitive woman a couple weeks ago. I was like, doing a session with her and she kept saying things about Maven that were so true and she was like she's she's got fire and ice <laughs> I was I mean, like yeah it's true. um yeah I was like that's her well you know how I finally got her because I put her in bed and then she was like kicking the blanket off and I'm like I can't leave because she can't get this blanket big heavy blanket back up so she's gonna like we'll have to come back up eventually so I was like, okay, how do I get out of here with the blanket still on her? And I did it with tickle spiders. Good work. I said, later down I go, all right, Maven, I know you've had a rough <coughs> day. Just before I go, just be very careful. Because last time I was in here, I saw this bed was full of tickle spiders. She goes, hmm? <laughs> and I go, there's one right behind you. <gasps> and then I tickle her. And then I pretend to grab it with my other hand. And then I squash it up. I go, tickle spider. And then I eat it. And then I act like it's the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten. And then I get mad at her. And I go, don't make me eat any more tickle spiders. And then she started giggling. And I knew I had her. Wow. And so I, t- I was sort of tickle torturing her. But then I grabbed them and pretend like I was getting hurt. And I think it balanced it. And then bring out, <laughs> and we all started screaming. And then they started going, there's a tickle spider on your butt. So I got a lot of exercise up there. And I eventually slammed the door by saying, when I come back, you better have eaten all these tickle spiders. I am not happy. And I shut the door and they were laughing hysterically and I ran down the stairs. Wow. Less angry than I was when I went up. <clears throat> That's good. You turned it around. I turned it around. It does not <laughs> always work. Uh, and it won't work next time. I got I got so mad at Bryn today because I was trying to distract him from being horrible as usual. And I was trying to get, I was like, oh, he can read this recipe for me while I'm making it. And I was like trying to get him to do that. And so he kept standing in front of my computer, 
like reading it, but then as soon as I would walk away to get the ingredients, he would open up another tab to try to look at YouTube videos. Oh, he can't leave him alone with the computer for and he a just, second. Like, I'm like, you, this, uh, you're not allowed to use computers. You're just so bad. Like, he's just yeah, so. No, he's not allowed. Like, <laughs> I was like, never mind. This is bad. This is never happening again. Uh, <laughs> uh, screens. Screens. We need. Yeah, we need to like print out recipes or something. I, he's just so. I was like, it seemed like a good way to get him reading. Like he doesn't like reading for school as much as he does if it's like a game. Yeah. Um, I told so. you, uh, he's obsessed with twenty questions to the point where we're all hate this game. Yeah. <laughs> but so his he likes to play with his nana on the phone. In real life, and then finally, I said, "Fine, I'll put twenty questions with you whenever you want, but you have to submit your questions in writing." And he's done more writing <laughs> through this game was, than he will any other time. Well, he okay, so he was playing with my mom, and she had to write the questions on the game, and so he just had to hit like yes, no, or sometimes. And he he was his thing was the cat, and he my mom asked like if it climbed trees, and he hit no, and I was like, well, sometimes it does. So then he was trying to like type out a text message to my mom's, and it took him so long, and it was so funny to watch. He was like, sometimes he's like, how do you, like he'd be like, how do you say how do you spell climbs? He texted sometimes it climbs trees and he also somehow figured out to send her a voice me- message at some point like he texted her a voice message to be like nana this uh this part of the game blah 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 and like and then so then the game switched over like it was his turn to ask the questions and i think he immediately got exhausted by typing so he just typed w t w u t what is it? <laughs> His first question. And then my, I think my dad was playing on the other end and he just hit, my dad just hit no. And then. <laughs> no, so his first question is, what is it? <laughs> yeah. So then Bryn called them and was like, uh, I give up. What is it? And <laughs> he's just like fully, fully given up. Ugh. He cheated with me the other day. I say I write it on the last page and I go, all right, I'll submit the questions on the front page. I left the room for one second and I came back. <laughs> and it was, the questions were like, is it an animal? Yes. Is it a mammal or is it a reptile? No. Is it a mammal? Yes. Is it a pet? No. Then I left the room for two seconds and I came back and it said, is it a zebra? <laughs> Which was correct. And he was like all smug and smiling. And I was like, you cheated. And his, the look on his face was like, how could you possibly have known? <laughs> he's so bad at cheating. He, it's like he's five. Yeah. <laughs> Other big news of the week. Maven turned four. Maven turned four. It's crazy. I feel like she like did another one of those growth spurts where she also looks huge. Yeah. It's also we spend the whole day looking at her and we're like, when the hell did this happen? Yeah. I'm like, who is this huge person? Uh, according to Brandon Maven's rules, she is now officially a big kid. <laughs> it kind of feels like it, though. Like, all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, this is a kid. It's not like a toddler. Yeah, she's like 13. Yeah. she see- Well, and she got, like, a new gown for her birthday, and she got, like, little girl high heel shoes, and she's been, like, prancing around. And she already was, like, into, like, 
girly stuff, but this is like kind of next level. I feel this like this is next level. So <laughs> she's been like, she'll have like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich like all over her face, and then she'll be putting on like new toy makeup, like plastering it on her cheeks, like just all mixed together. <laughs> just beautiful. She took like this blue glittery lip balm thing and was just rubbing it all over her legs and hands. <laughs> and like, and then I was like, she was like, oh, we have to go wash this off. And I was like, yeah, how about a bath? And she, thank God she took a bath. Anyway, she's a um, mess. I love what we did for, so <clears throat> we didn't have any wrapping paper. Um, I mean, we could have got wrapping paper, but we've been limiting the trips to the store. Uh, we haven't been to the grocery store in over two weeks. This is a new record, and we're still pretty good. It really feels like it's been a year since we went to the grocery store. I can't believe how well we're holding up. Yeah, we really I'm, did. I really feel like I've become like a pioneer woman. I'm like, oh, I've got an onion, and I, really, I got some pasta, and we're going to make ourselves a meal. We're making culinary miracles happen <laughs> I, with only six to seven ingredients. <laughs> Um, I'm really proud of my efforts today this afternoon I really wanted a snack and we're so low on groceries and there was like just a handful of baby spinach left and I managed to make like a cheesy spinach dip I was uh, wondering what that was and I was like I am incredible like <laughs> it's just you're like the French peasants <laughs> making high art out of snails. Well, I was like, it's fast, it's easy, it's just the snack I want. It's almost healthy. I had the best eating day today that I have had since we've been here. And I'm realizing now part of it is because we're out of good snacks. <laughs> I was like, I've got self control today. I'm like, no, it's just not around. We do unfortunately need to have less sugar in the house because our children are fiends for sugar so is your husband i know but like i have no self-control normally I, at home we can have like a couple of like adult snacks like i can hide away or yeah, something but like it's true here somehow they find our kids everything. like i don't know something about easter and then maven's birthday and like just the fact that we've been baking more as a coping mechanism i think they're just like all they think about is sugar someday. So we really need to like taper it down for a little bit so that they forget that that's a constant well, option. It's a weird balance because I have no self-control. But if it were up to me, we'd literally have none of it. But that doesn't work for you. <clears throat> I know, you... but if it was up to you, we'd all just be eating like fried hamburger meat every meal. Like, You know, that's fair. The point <laughs> is, it's been tricky with all the way we do things and our needs to find a balance that suits everyone. Um, but can I talk? I like to have snacks and treats sometimes. I'm not criticizing you in the least. Um, I'm different and that's my problem. Um, so for me, different in that you also love them. I don't even love them the way you do. I just consume them without feeling. So for Maven's, we didn't have wrapping paper, so we wrapped up all of her presents in beach towels because we're in a house that has 10 trillion beach towels and rubber bands. And I got to say, rubber bands and beach towels are incredibly uh, effective. And uh, I just want to say for the first time ever in this podcast, Beth just got up in the middle of us recording and left the room to get water, acting like I can t pretend to talk to her. I can't. I need you here. Even That's when not I can't the first time I've gotten up to get water. But um, 
But Continue on talking about how this fascinating so detail. You bought, but you bought this this beautiful pink tent. It's a really uh, excellent gift. Beautiful. Uh, it's a little tent. It fits inside. It's got these poles in it. I set it up, and like we we set it up. So there's our room here is attached to a porch that you that we set the tent up on the porch, and then we put all the presents inside the tent, and then. We, Beth, you got a bag of these little plastic animals. And I made a trail from their bedroom down the stairs, a line of animals through the living room, through our bedroom so that they would wake us up, and then through the door to the porch where all the presents were. So our kids would be our alarm clock, and they would wake up and find a magical trail to presents. I got to say, it was pretty magical. It was good. Maven has had pretty great birthdays the last couple of years i feel like she's really benefiting from like it not being a crazy time of year um may is not a crazy time of year it is for me that's like normally my busiest work time but it's not like being born around like christmas time or like the fourth of july or something like it's like that's fair we like we're not like all just like moving from one event to another we're sort of like okay what's happening around me you know especially right now we yeah. <laughs> we have plenty of time so we were all pretty focused on her and can she, you talk about the cake you made i made she last minute requested a narwhal cake and i'm so proud of myself um i'm a pretty good decent cake decorator but i really feel like i outdid myself this time because i was like okay how am i gonna half-ass this at the last minute and you mentioned construction paper which i was like Fine. But then I had a last minute for the horn specifically for the horn for the horn. So I was I bought just like box cake mix because I don't have discerning enough tastes to want to actually bake a cake from scratch. And uh, it's just I like to focus on the decorating, to be honest. Um, (laughs) And then so we did this like box cake mix. I did the two layers. I shaved off a little bit of the top layer to make it rounded, which I have never, I don't think I've ever done that before or like not this successfully. Um, And then I got puff pastry to bake the narwhal's horn and its tail. And uh, it came out, I have to say, pretty incredible. And then our kids instantly. And then we made a very crucial mistake. (laughs) which is to put the birthday cake out first thing in the morning on the counter and say to our four and five-year-old, hey, don't eat this cake for the next 12 <laughs> hours. I think it's a funny challenge. They, I, a challenge they I failed. Was, I was not expecting it to be so completely destroyed, especially not like face first. It was like so conspicuous. Like it's like, it, The they, narwhal looked like somebody threw a cup of acid in its face. Well, what I found funny is like I have watched a lot of nature shows about whales and it really just looks like someone's eating at the carcass of like <laughs> a dead whale. Like they're just like it was a biting be- a chunks out. A beached like, whale that a grizzly bear found. <laughs> a family of grizzly bears. <laughs> Some killer whales got at it. It's like a loose sugary jaw of a whale <laughs> on the counter. Well, because so I made the mouth and eyes out of chocolate chips, so that that's why they went right for the face. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean that's what your cat and the cat does too. Um What? When you die in your apartment your cat eats you. Never mind, oh, let's move on. Okay. Um 
So on a scale of uh, one to narwhal, how do we do? Narwhal. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right, now it's time for You Knows What They're Saying. This is where we talk about some weird shit our kids said. Um, so this is something weird that happened actually on Maven's birthday, which feels really weirdly conspicuous. She <laughs> told me that one of her best friends is a dead girl named Hallie who she hangs out at daycare with. Hallie? Hallie with oh, an I thought, H. It, I thought you said Nella. Or that's her baby. No. Girl. Nella is her baby. Her doll is, or is named Nella or Ella. Anyway... The uh, she told me that this this girl Hallie uh, is her best friend at daycare with her other best friend Camilla, and she said that um, I was Camilla. like, and I was like, is Hallie nice? And she's like, yeah, but she hits me when I say bad words. <laughs> and I was like, like what kind of bad words? And she's like, like stupid. <laughs> and then it was like kind of confusing. She said Hallie died a couple years ago in Brooklyn. I don't know what she's doing at our daycare in Maranek, but um, she just like <laughs> she's she's setting our daughter straight to stop using such I know. foul she language. She seems like a little bit like a good influence, and I feel like the fact that like the three of them were all best friends together, and it sounds like Camila can see this girl too. Um, I I think Camila is a really sweet, nice girl. Um, she wouldn't lie to us. Well, it's just her and Maven have like a very good thing they're never like a lot of friendships at that age i feel like there's a lot of fighting because they're little yeah <laughs> and they're like you never hear about them fighting they're no. it's always just like I, really camila does not seem conflict prone no they're both just like very sweet i'm like so glad they had have each other there um anyway so they 
So I was so I was just getting sense. I was like, I think I like Hallie. Like I think Hallie is a good influence. She hits her uh, daughter, but only when she says stupid. Yeah, but the that. way Maven said she hits, like the way Maven was like, so she hits me sometimes. It didn't feel like she's hitting her like hard. That's in my instinct. But I did, I did tweet about this, and then all I got all these replies of people telling ghosty stories about their kids and three and four years old seems to be about the age where this is the most common. Well, um, I don't believe in ghosts, but Maven and I have been talking a lot about dead people because uh, we went to a graveyard together and it's fascinating to go to a graveyard with an almost four-year-old. <laughs> she wanted, you know, she's like sort of got it from the, was it a woman who swallowed a fly at the end? She's buried in the ground because she's dead. And they look at the tombstone. They kept like, "What's this door?" And so I've like I've really explained it to him. So we went to the oldest maintained graveyard in America, which is in the town we are in. Oh, in case you're trying to find us. Uh, and uh, we went there, and uh, there was like a plaque with some f- famous-ish people, people I'd never heard of. They were there, and pictures of their gravestones. And Bryn goes, I want to find this one. It's got a nine on it. Let's go. And I'm like, well, well, maybe you should study more of the details on here before you go looking for it instead of just looking for the number nine. And uh, and then they, so he went running off to find this gravestone. And Maven was like, there's dead people here? Are they going to be zombies? She's obsessed with the idea that you die and then you become a zombie. That's her only understanding of any yeah. kind of afterlife. So she's just... saying dead people are real, but zombies are not real. I'm like, yep. I'm like, there's people under this ground. And she's like, what? And we talked about cremation yesterday, uh, which I could tell was creeping them out a little bit, but they asked. Um, oh my God, this needs to lead into our next segment. <laughs> oh boy, what does that mean? We'll find out, but this one's not over yet. Um, it's not <laughs> no okay I guess it is <laughs> but in fact we're just going to immediately dive into our next section no break this is we know what they're watching because that's all they do these days is watch things all we do uh, so we found some uh, fun movies during this time but we made a really strange last minute choice last night to let Bryn watch Little Shop of Horrors, which none of us had ever seen. All of us thought we'd seen it. And as we started watching, we realized we've never seen this movie. Now, I kind of knew I hadn't really seen it. I had seen like clips, but I, yeah, I really had not seen this movie at all. I just Um, realized I was a theater major and I've heard every song from the music music theater majors around me. Yeah. And it's a movie, once you see it, you kind of understand why it's not more widely seen (laughs) because it has some really slightly disturbing (laughs) content for a five-year-old. Maven, like Maven got a little ways into where um, the character of Seymour is letting a plant drink his blood dripping from his finger. When he's still a little baby plant, just like (laughs) making a suckling lips. And then we like... Maven could not handle that. Maven was like, this is scary. I don't want to watch this. So we let her go in the other room and watch Peppa Pig. We were like, Maven, that's fair. Yeah, I was like, good good idea. Thanks for parenting yourself because <laughs> clearly no one else is. And then um, so then Bryn was like locked in. But then when that scene happened, 
Bryn and Maven both leaned forward on the couch towards the TV, like simultaneously, like they're just so drawn in. Um, And then thank God Maven left the room because then as Bryn continued to watch, there's like more disturbing, like plant sucking blood scenes. And and dentist horror. Steve Martin as a horrific dentist. Um, I had no idea Bill Murray's in that movie. Yeah, there's a lot of heavy hitters in that movie, uh, full of things your children probably shouldn't see. But Bryn rewatched the whole movie again today because he's he now obsessed. Well, maybe not. he didn't watch the whole movie, but he had it on. He was watching it again. Um, he was like, "I love this." And he, by the end, he was like, "I was like, what was your fa- favorite part?" And he goes, "I'll tell you what my saddest part was." I was like, "What?" And he goes, "When the plant blew up at the end." I was like. You mean the bad guy was defeated? Oh, he kept insisting throughout the movie. We were like, who's your favorite character? And he was like, the plant. <laughs> was I was like, like, but he ate people. He was like, he's just hungry. Yeah, he was like, he's just being silly. I tried to explain to Bryn that <laughs> the plant was trying to spread plants across the whole globe to eat everyone. He's like, I still like the plant. He did say something after the plant ate someone where he was like, Maybe this plant's not so good after all. Like he like, <laughs> like turned to me. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> also, what a nice guy. kind of a racist plants. plant voice in the movie. A lot of strange choices in that movie. The voice of the uh, plant is one of the four tops singers. Oh, fun fact. <laughs> See also voice of a California raisin. <laughs> Take that, 1986. Um, weirdly, that's a, uh, it's a so it's a, a adaptation of a musical, but the musical was the adaptation of a non-musical film from oh. Roger Corman in 1960. I watched a bunch of clips, and it's super bizarre. And do you know who plays the role that Bill Murray has in uh, in the original movie? No. Of the guy, Bill Murray plays a guy who weirdly just loves being the pain of the dentist. He goes to the dentist <laughs> and he loves that it's painful and doesn't want Novocaine. Another scene our children probably shouldn't have seen. There's no reason to have that scene in the movie <laughs> at all. But in the original movie, it's played by Jack Nicholson. You mean, you mean Broadway show? No, the original movie, oh. 1960, the non musical. Did you not hear anything I just explained? In that movie, Jack Nicholson plays that character, and it's like equally broad and goofy. And like, you don't ever see Jack Nicholson. Oh, I was about to say you don't see Jack Nicholson playing over the top. That's totally <laughs> false. But like, so cartoony. He's like, I love the dentist. Um, um, it's the, another super thing. Weird. So when I let Maven watch TV in the other room, I kept coming in to check on her, and every time she'd be like, "Did the plant eat the man yet?" And then after the movie's over and we're putting her to bed, she was like, but I didn't get to see the plant eat the man. <laughs> like, You left because you didn't want to see that. <laughs> this is her, her constant like thing lately. It's just always being contrarian. I think movies with no, with practical effects are much scarier than CGI. Do you agree? Um, yeah. Like there's something really disturbing I w- I about about yeah. Audrey 2's plant lips. 
are so not incredible. Not even so much scarier. It's just like more engaging. Like just more. Oh yeah, because it's a like it's a real thing you're looking at. Yeah. Um. I have a plan to watch The Exorcist. Yeah, I know you do. I'm psyching myself up. I'm not interested. I know you're not. It's the last thing in the world you'd want to watch. (laughs) I watch... I can't... I just can't do it. I'm too, like... It just destroys me to get so swept up in... I'm I'm not a big scary movie person. I get actually pretty scared. Like It's a nice release. I binged watched, like maybe three episodes of a drama the other day thinking I was like giving myself a treat. And then afterwards I was like, why do I feel so depressed? And I was like, Oh, cause I've just been watching people be sad at each other for like two hours. I've been watching true detective season two, which is not bad. Season one is very much more engaging, but yeah, it's sad. It's all very sad. <laughs> But I can brush that stuff. I don't out need quick. to see people get killed right now. That's why I'll need to be watching The Last Dance. Tell you what, I'm just gonna keep watching Grand Designs on Netflix. Oh, like, I can watch that all day long, and we have. It's so good. Um. Oh boy. This has been. We know what they're watching. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This next segment is Would You Knows. This is where we present each other with parenting hypotheticals. And this week, Peter's got one from a listener. Yeah. And we also should note... The Beth sounds very annoyed because we just did this segment already and I wasn't recording Beth. And also before that, I took an hour and a half long break to have another Zoom with my good friends from high school. <laughs> they don't need to hear all this. Well, they didn't hear it because you heard it, but I'm saying it again because <laughs> I didn't record you. Okay, let's hear the e- email. I'm 
I'm Would you know? tired and angry. You? Just, you know, my friend Peter, he texted me and we talked about your text, but now we can't repeat it because Stop. I it up. <laughs> Get to the question. This is from Elise. Uh, subject line. Would you knows? Question mark, exclamation point. That's the proper way to write it, by the way. Hi, Beth and Peter. Thanks for your wonderful podcast. I haven't missed a week since the very first episode. I have an almost four-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old, and your parenting experiences are so relatable. As I was lying awake last night, thanks to my eldest child crawling into our bed and subsequently taking up as much space as is bodily possible for a 35-pound kid, I thought of a would-you-knows. For this scenario, you have to pretend COVID quarantine is over. I'm going to try to pretend that. Imagine Peter's agent reaches out to you and says a major broadcasting company is piloting a new reality show wherein families have 24 hours from the time of contact to prepare for an all-expense-paid vacation to somewhere awesome. The catch is you have to bring your kids. The location is more than 17-hour flight away, including a layover somewhere. And you can't give your kids any type of sleeping aid, and you can't bring anyone along to help. Also, there is a six-hour time change. Do you do it? If so, what if the kids were younger, like two and three? In this scenario, you have to sit in the last row of the plane. Would it make a difference if you could sit in business class? <laughs> yes. A couple other things to note. This is not a paid gig. However, your agent says the exposure will bolster your career and the trip will take you to a place you've always wanted to visit. Is this interesting? Regardless, is this interesting? It's a good callback. I didn't notice that the first time. <laughs> Regardless, hopefully you have fun imagining being anywhere that isn't a cabin somewhere. Take care, both of you, Elise. P.S. If you miss a week or day, can you post some kind of quick recording just to let us know you're okay? I'm always concerned you'll you'll get sick of recording the show and suddenly stop production. Do we sound like we're sick of this? We not. we won't I ghost you guys. I think we would. I mean, we did ghost them for a week. Well, but I mean, nor I think if we had known that was going to happen and we hadn't lost power, we would have been like, hey, we're not going to be with you this week. I did post a thing that says we're going to be late. And then we just bailed the whole week. Yeah. Plus, during these times, what yeah, if someone we'll was right sick back. or something? Peter has been awfully cavalier about his visits to the grocery store. Lies. Lies. She's right. No, lies. <laughs> okay, so my answer to her question, would I take this unpaid reality show gig to go to a nice location? My answer is a hard no. No, definitely not. I don't want to be filmed in a reality style show. I don't want, like... <laughs> you know, the first time I read this, I read it as the, like, oh, we get to go to a beautiful place. We just have to go through a, a horrible thing. But now I am realizing, what is the show? Because they give you, they're like, you have 24 hours to get ready and pack and go. Is the show about the travel? I think at a certain point in your career, you have to value yourself higher than reality TV or you're (laughs) committing yourself to being a reality TV person. Like, (laughs) 
Okay, we just talked about this, but you and I did meet on a reality internet TV show. Yeah, when I was like 20 years old, that's when um, it made it was it was a sensible decision to us then to do um, an unpaid reality show. Sure, we thought we were going to be so huge. It felt like a big deal at it the time. It was the exposure we needed at the time. Everyone at UCB knew it who we were. It gave us a huge boost. And that we were the first and second place losers. <laughs> Project People still talk com. about Marcy Giroux, though, so it was a good gamble. They still talk about Project Improviser winner Marcy Giroux? All the time. They talk about her podcast, A Funny Feeling. Oh, but um. it, it's, they don't talk about how she got there from that sweet Project Improviser Well, no, people prize. don't know the origin story. <laughs> um, but we know. We know. Uh, but no, I, uh, I have been filmed in, f- for some reason more than one documentary style production and I don't it's not fun it's it's just work and I don't want to do unpaid work that I have to get on an airplane with my kids for <laughs> yeah I don't mind traveling with kids but mm, I the do. idea of the final destination still being a sh- I'm still not clear on what the show is. If you're going to travel with kids, it better be for fun. If it's like a competition, like who can travel the best with kids? No, I don't like, want to. No, I'll win. No matter what do I'm it. doing, flying on an airplane, sitting on the beach, during none of that do I want a camera in my face. Well, I try to deal with my children. I try to throw marshmallows at them to keep them happy. <laughs> I don't. Have you been throwing marshmallows <laughs> at our kids? Because that's the second time you've mentioned doing that. Well, I mentioned it the first time when you didn't record me for this segment. It just feels like you've talked about it a hundred times. Well, I'm just trying to replicate the magic I gave you in the last take of this. I did Which is find... why I don't want to be on a reality show where people are like, hey, can you go pour yourself some coffee again? Just so you can get that. <laughs> like, I already poured this fucking cup of coffee. <laughs> it's not real anymore. Can we just get you guys like talking naturally it's not like we're not even going to get the audio but just like try to be natural yeah yeah i'll try that again um, hey um my wife to whom i've been married uh for uh i got really <laughs> real stumped on how many years we've been married <laughs> 1000 how long are you 10 years almost 10 years coming up uh what do you want for mother's day just to be left alone. Peace. Yeah. Should I take the kids for a long, long, a twin, 10 hour drive for Mother's Day? Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. I might do that. <laughs> um, would you, it, wh- Here's a question. Here's a question for you, Beth. What? What would the reality show have to be for you to be willing to be on it? And this is any kind of reality show. This could be the... People just have an experience. It could be a competition. It could be a weird challenge, punked reality. Well, like I did that. Um, like I was saying, I was like, I've weirdly been filmed in a lot of documentary style things. And it's just now occurring to me another one, which is that I did like the masterclass video with Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is kind of a hokey like thing, but like, I knew it was going to be Steve Martin. So it's like, well, I'm spending the day with Steve Martin. You're not, I'm not going to turn this down. Yeah. You know? And like, you're it just doesn't listening matter to Steve Martin. How bad it goes. At least I have the story of how it went badly with Steve Martin. Like, it's just like, but, um, so yeah, I would like, 
if it was something where I was getting to spend time with someone I respected and I felt like they were going to be doing something relatively interesting that I would be totally down. So if it was about a, about a skill. Yeah. Like I like reality shows like project improviser or uh, sorry, project, uh, not project Project runway. The the world famous project. (laughs) I like reality shows like the one that we were on. Um, I like project. (laughs) I like shows like project runway or grand designs. Like I, I mentioned earlier where I like where someone is trying to create something or do like a project and you get to see in real, like in not real time, but you get to see over time how they're like, level-headed or panic decisions pay off in the long run any show that is about actually getting into the details of a skill yeah like a creative process and especially when you see how like people get in their own way or like get in their head and like self-sabotage it's like so fascinating that's why i love drag race it's like a job now i like yeah i like the parts of drag race that are more like that but then there's other parts of drag race where I sort of, I don't know, like, I wander in and out. <laughs> and that's fine. And that's fine. That's fine. Um, I watched the first episode of Secret Celebrity Drag Race. And I was like, oh, this will be fun. And then they're like, here's three celebrities you've never heard of. And I'm like, not as much yeah, fun. No Steve Martin. There's no, If Steve Martin was on Drag Race, <laughs> I would watch that. It's weird this episode we've had callbacks to Steve Martin in the movie. Um, what are you saying? The movie that Bryn watched. Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. You were then, so shocked to see Steve Martin in that movie. We had just a lot of natural callbacks in this episode. Um, anyway. Is, is this interesting? Is this interesting? <laughs> Um, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> what reality show would I be on? It's a great question, Beth. Um, <laughs> drag Race, would it be Drag Race? I would be on Drag Race. You would love to be on Drag Race. Well, if I you mean, would, did would, drag, would you keep your beard or not? I would do, well, if I was on Drag Race, I assume that if one of those episodes where they bring in like random uh, fans or people to be done over, right? obviously I do not have any of those skills, but... I would, I'd, I'd say, whatever your vision is, I'm your, I'm your, I'm your blank slate. Whatever you want, I'll shave this beard. Although I could do a, if you want to do a, like a big, you know, gender bending glitter beard. Hey, maybe. Yeah. Well, what, how do you roll? Which one speaks to your heart? Well, I love <laughs> Drag Race. I love the 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 magic trick of the of a grand transformation. Um, so shaving the beard off would, uh, would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of wig would you have? Like a redhead? I don't know who my, it's probably the challenge where I have to see like, uh, like a sisterly resemblance. And so I'd have to look like that drag queen. So which drag queen? Because if it's crystal method, then I'm going to look like a circus. <laughs> okay. Tank All right. Cool. Well, we've but got an off topic and we can you know, wrap this up. Tall, you know, I'm going to be classier. I don't know. Um, Anyway, obviously our reality show aspirations don't involve our children or long flights and not being paid. <laughs> um, but weirdly, we do, I would, I, now that we think about it, we do have strong reality TV aspirations. I have thought a lot about, you know, because we were on Project Improviser, which had its uh, 
fault. A web-based reality show about improv. Because it was, they had, you know, no budget whatsoever and not a it, lot of time. It was like literally like the second it was even possible to upload videos to the internet, like of that length. So it was not like there was, people were like practiced in. Yeah. Well, also we had 15 minute long shows with nine people in them. Okay. You need but to get I over would it. love, I would love to <laughs> host and create that show now. Wow, are you proposing a, a comeback? Hey, if are we want, the judges? If somebody of new, if somebody wants to produce a there reality is, show, there is somebody who wants to do this. Remember, there was like some guy who really wants to get it. Oh, the guy who like wanted to do a big story on Project Improviser, and the, whoever his publisher was was like, nobody knows what this is. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, um, but I would host <laughs> and create that show, and it would be really great. I'll host it. Wow. So your dream reality show you've already been on. Is for me to be in control of the show that I was kicked <laughs> off of. <laughs> just rig it. I'm not going to be a contestant. I know, but you're just, <laughs> you're going to, you're like, it's weird that the, after the one girl got eliminated, that the other girl wasn't eliminated. <laughs> we need to bias this more in favor of bearded white men. What are you? What? What? What are you trying to what? assign to me? Hmm. Um, no, it'd be incredible. <sighs> uh, okay, I'm calling it. <laughs> well, this has been another episode of We Know's Parenting. <laughs> I'm Beth Newell. I'm Peter Vigdirty. If you'd like to email us, send us a question, a thought. Tell us how you're doing. How is your parenting life? changed for the better or the worse or whatever uh, you can email us at weknowspod at gmail.com or you can give us a voicemail at 347-384-7396 just give us a voicemail I was trying to find the phone number and um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook we knows pod rate, review, subscribe buy my book there's no manual Honest and gory wisdom about having a baby. Oh, and won't you vote for the Story Pirates podcast? We've been nominated for a Webby Award. Um, vote for that, I guess. That'd be cool. It's also, it's Giving Tuesday to today. Um, maybe donate to Story Pirates. Check out storypirates.com. Um, we love you. Bye. Bye. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.